real fantasy. Real Fantasy Podcast. You could say a little, or you could say a lot. Dreams are what you ask for, real is what you got. Take a few shots with a queen on her life, a rose in the middle. With love on a side, it's all a vibe tonight. It's all a vibe tonight. Make sure you tune Real in. Real Fantasy Podcast. Yo, 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 it's your girl Victoria Rosa, and I have my. Man with me tonight <laughs> Say what's up baby What's going on Real Fantasy listeners Yes He does Stand On It Podcast Truth Is The Label I Say Podcast Network This is the man with the plan No, know about all this <laughs> Absolutely absolutely Um, I want to kick it off I'm, I stole the idea from you and I'm going to do a little something <laughs> that you do on the Stand On It podcast, you know? Okay. And by the way, I can't wait for you to come back out, speak that real shit, the true shit that people need to hear. Because mm. truth is my truth. You hear me? I hear you. Okay, so when I say the word, you're going to say the first thing that comes to your <laughs> mind. So I had to do it. I, uh, it's exciting to me, so I'm excited about doing it. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be something that's, it might not be personal, might be personal, you know. But I'm going to go. Betrayal. Old homeboys. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah. Uh, loyalty. You. Ooh. Yeah. Respect. That's what I lead with. Life. That's what you make it. Ego. Check it. Check it. So, um, last week I had uh, the pleasure of doing a podcast with Essence of Ebony, and we Uh, tapped into ego. mm -hmm. Have you ever let your ego get the best of you? Hell yeah. Can you give me a little details of what happened in that situation? Um, I would have to put some thought behind it, like, to remember specifics, but... Yeah, I know I have. I mean, it's whether it's been admitting I was wrong, um, cleaning some shit up from the past, or um, maybe not even asking for help in a situation where I know I needed help, you know. Um, yeah, my ego has definitely, and even now, like, you've helped me with that along the way since I've been, you know, me and you've been together, but I, I hate asking people for shit. And do you think ego and pride is it the same thing, or is it is it tied into each other? Do it bounce off each other? It's a thin line between it. I mean, I think ego is is you having a, a, a maybe an exaggerated sense of yourself, and I think pride is just something that you could potentially be. Uh, it could be instilled with you from birth, whether it's your skin color. Your name, mm-hmm. where you from, your your social status, um, that could lead you to be prideful. And one thing about it, um, I try and be a spiritual person. The Bible talks about pride. We really talk about ego. You're right, and we're yeah. gonna get into that on down on down the line a little bit. So I know um, in a lot of the situations with family, friends, uh. Co-workers, do you, we're going to start with co-workers. Do you feel that co-workers owe any kind of loyalty or anything to you? Hell no. It's a doggy dog world, right? You crazy. If if you're at work looking for that shit, like, thank God I ain't in corporate America no more. But (laughs) hell no, they don't owe you any kind of loyalty. And if you go in there looking for it, you will be hurt every time because... Like you said, doggy dog world, if you want to look at the true definition of I'm doing what I need to do to get to the top, that's why that shit is. so cut through. 
Hell yeah. So do you feel like a, a family member owe you loyalty? Man, absolutely I do feel like now I ain't even gonna say that they owe it to me. That should be something that they willing to give to me. But shit, you you know how my family rocking. <laughs> Motherfuckers ain't loyal to me worth shit. So no. <laughs> <laughs> what about friends? Do you think friends owe other friends loyalty? It depends on what you giving up. Mm. Are you are you somebody who is deserving of loyalty? If you ain't loyal yourself, then no, they don't owe you nothing. Um, but if you loyal, absolutely, it should be reciprocated. But you know, my friends are more loyal than the majority of my family. So mm-hmm. yeah, I cherish that type of shit. Yeah, I had seen this thing where um, a girl she stopped being friends with her best friend because her best friend cheated on her boyfriend. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Repeat Say what that I said. Again. She stopped being friends with her best friend because her best friend cheated on her boyfriend. She said, "If you can cheat on this person that loves you and been loyal to you, in that kind of way, what you'll do to me?" Respect. That's, That's all I can say. I respect <laughs> it. Once so, you elaborated, I respect it. You think that's right, though? I respect it. Cause it's like, yeah. <laughs> but then I'm tapping to betrayal because isn't it a sense of betrayal on the friend's behalf? Because don't you owe me the loyalty not to somebody you don't know? Um, I can see it both ways. Cause <laughs> I can see it from an aspect of mind your business. That has nothing to do with you. But I also see it from the aspect. First, I would even have to understand how did she know? Did she come to her and confide in her and tell her that she was cheating? Or did she find out third party? Like, no. how did. So, friends and friends talking, like, doing doing that nigga wrong when I see this man being loyal to you, how he treats you. Like. Yeah. Um, I, and, and I'm just keep the shit real. Me right now, yeah, I, I respect that. I see what you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had homeboys in the past. Be like, hey, man, you got a good lady or, hey, man, she, you know. And I was like, man, mind your damn bitch. <laughs> Why is you worried about what I got going on? This has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, those was some solid people. Like, looking back on it, <laughs> yo. So, in a sense, it is it's respect, but. In a sense, it's still betrayal because you, your loyalty is supposed to lie with me, or is it an overall thing? Loyalty is loyalty. Man, I listen. I respect what old girl did. Like uh, betrayal. Nah, I don't look at that as betrayal because betrayal would be if the if if she cheated on her boyfriend with the nigga that she put him on put her on. Uh huh. To me, that's more so betrayal because you know I got a good thing and you introduced me to something else. Now I'm looking at you sideways. That's like, betrayal. And I'm looking at you sideways like, why are you doing this? You trying to see what you trying yeah, to do? Yeah, and then maybe situation? she doing that. So then, hey, this is a good nigga. Let mm-hmm. me get her out the way and then I'm going to slide in with him. Mm-hmm. Dirty game, man. You never know. <laughs> but they do say like. Um, when you feel betrayal is when you reveal things to people that you love, not people that love you. How you feel about that quote? So when you feel betrayal is when you reveal things to people, people that, that you, you love, love, not the people that love you. I, I could damn low key really agree with that because that's what be the hurtful part. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like I said, I got a lot of homeboys that did that shit to me. Like, it'll be people. I jump out the window for. Yeah. They wouldn't even go look out the window for me. So then when you know that and you figure that out, you like, damn. And yeah. me, me, you have conversations about a lot of things because we talk a lot. That's just how great our relationship is. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot of things that, you know, I couldn't quite comprehend and wrap my head around when it comes to a lot of things about loyalty and and. Cause no, you know I'm I'm down ten toes, but like, <laughs> don't look at me sideways. <laughs> like you know, like what you consider different, and I'm like, well, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Do you, you do you hold people feet to the fire with things like that? 
automatically or is that a situation that you need to explain? Man. <laughs> Come on, let's talk <laughs> about it, baby. On the spot on I this. did. Hey, it, I'm gonna just say what I told you. If 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 I say fuck them, it's fuck them. If you say fuck them, it's fuck them. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing that need to be now. We may need to 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 talk to each other and communicate why. Yes. Because at the end of the day, I might be looking at something like, "Hey, you tripping? Like that ain't it? Ain't really worth saying fuck them." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we have to, or I might have to tell you that, nah, like, maybe distance, but yeah. it ain't worth saying fuck them. I remember, and I ain't going to call the names of a specific mm-hmm. uh, situation that I was so heated about. <laughs> I was pissed off, and you was like, you going in it with emotions. Of course, I'm a female, very emotional. When I get emotional, I get hostile <laughs> and upset and angry. So, <laughs> I think you know what Blood situation. Button. Yeah. He was like, nah, you need to talk to him or talk about it or get an understanding with it, which at the time I couldn't quite understand because I was so pissed off and mad about it. You you know what I had to come to the realization of, though? What? And you're right, women are emotional, but I had to come to the realization sometimes you got to get that person that conversation to figure out why. Uh-huh. Because they so used to doing flaw shit and being around flaw people, they have no idea that this is poor <laughs> behavior. Real shit. They just think this the norm. Yeah. They don't have no idea. Like, man, I'm tripping. Because mm-hmm. everybody around them doing the same thing. So when they get around somebody who stand on morals and principles, they just like, oh, I didn't even realize that. And you could potentially throw away a good friendship over something like that. That could be talked about. Yeah. But see, me, I and I and I sit and dwell on a lot of things because I, I play out a lot of aspects in my mind about how this gonna go, mm. how this it's my delivery on how I say things to people mm. and I can't figure out how to tweak that a little bit. Because I'm just like no, it's this, 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 and this, and it shouldn't be done that way. Is it that a wrong way to come off on a conversation when you're trying to communicate with somebody? It's, I'm not going to say it's wrong because you always want to be true to yourself. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes do we need to make adjustments? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, just for me personally, I, I didn't have a filter. But now it's like You know I have to really think about Some of the things I say Yeah cause you know I'm sensitive Yeah how it could have an impact And No matter how you intended it To be delivered Mm -hmm. You gotta take into consideration Your intended delivery Ain't necessarily gonna be Necessarily gonna be what the person received Yeah So if they receive offense Or they receive um, hurt, you can't really dispel their feelings on that mm-hmm. because your intentions may have been pure, but how they received it, you don't really have no control over that. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't have no control over it. Two, I've been like, I, I was talking to my grandma about you and how, like, shout out, grandma. Shout out to mama <laughs> and how much, like, you have changed so much. Like, even with, um, the woman that I work with, you know, I call her my second mom. Mm-hmm. I was talking to her today and I was just like, you know, I said, my boyfriend made me come to reality when it comes to celebrating holidays. <laughs> like I said, just just looking back, seriously, just looking back, how we overhype, overspend <laughs> on Christmas, 4th of July, yeah. uh, Easter. <laughs> Halloween, I said Columbus Day. <laughs> I said we had a conversation. And he was telling me about how people go in debt yeah. for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was that person because mm-hmm. I felt like I had to spend like three thousand dollars on each of my kids' Christmas because that's how I showed them I loved them. Mm-hmm. I said, but he showed me like we celebrate every day by gifting them with something all the time. Yep. Why Why is that instilled in us? Yep. And if you get kids used to that, just something I noticed uh, 
So my credit union, they send out a thing, and I just start paying attention to it. They send it out every year around like October, November, and they advertise the lowest interest rates of the year. If you have a vehicle finance with them, they let you skip a payment in December, um, or you could choose to skip it in November. And I started thinking, like, why are they doing this? So it's two reasons. If you skip in November, they give you extra money to shop for Black Friday. If you skip in December, they give you extra money to shop for Christmas. Mm -hmm. They'll lower the interest rate to get you to get some credit to go all out in Christmas shopping. And then you spend the entire year and following years paying back something from Christmas. And it's like, man... Uh, as people, and it ain't even got to be a color thing, but I say a color thing because it's more so she our type that, people. She said, yeah. that it, she said, you don't never see no, no, any other race spend as much money that we spend and put emphasis on holidays as we do. Yeah, because we're always quick to say, I want my kids to have everything that I never had. Yeah. But if we sit and analyze it, most of the stuff that we never had that we long for, it never was material. No. You sit here and think about it. It's, it's about attention, the love. Love, right. We wanted time. Mm-hmm. We wanted, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And how do people, like, moving forward, how do you, not saying how do, but how do we get people to understand, like, all, is just, all of this is just a gimmick for big corporations to make their quota, to make sure they, the end of the year quota meets a certain amount that we spend unnecessary money. What we should be doing is spending time showing love. You'll never get to a point where you get everybody to understand it. Um, It's either what you can do is show by example, how you look at it and get a message to those who are inclined and want to hear it. Yeah. But no matter where you go, just, feel like some people they're just gonna do it and again and i'm not trying to throw shit on anybody but a lot of people they go overboard on holidays yeah because they're a shitty boyfriend a shitty girlfriend a shitty parent the rest of the year so when a holiday pop up they like well i gotta turn up for her birthday i gotta turn up for these kids christmas because you've been a shitty person when it wasn't no holiday involved. <laughs> so now it's like, I'm going to be great on this holiday. They go remember that. And they might say, but daddy wasn't there, but, but I always had a big Christmas. So they overcompensate. They overcompensate. Uh, that's what that's what ended up happening. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's real facts. And mm-hmm. even when, when I first met you, when we had that conversation about holidays. Yeah. And how I felt like, like oh, I feel so bad because I'm not able to do what I want to do, but even with seeing their faces with what they had, they appreciated everything. Mm-hmm. And now I just like, it's no point. They would rather go on a trip for a holiday than actually right. have gifts, spend time and do, you know, the vacation that we took for Christmas. Right. They I had a great time. They remembered, Oh, you remember we did this, we did that. Mm-hmm. And just learning that from you and actually Growing and seeing things from a different lens mm-hmm. is is amazing. Yeah. By the way, baby, I love you. <laughs> so I, <love> I, <laughs> I want to get into this. Uh, I always say a little quote that mm-hmm. I hear on TikTok. Something you like? Oh, is that some TikTok shit? But <laughs> I'm gonna say the quote, and I also, also kind of said it to you. Um, let's say it says it is six rules that you want to abide by in life. Mm-hmm. One. Let it go. Never ruin a good day thinking about a bad yesterday. Two, ignore them. Don't listen to other people in life. Live a life that's going to empower you. Three, give it time. And I, I did this yesterday with you. With time, wounds can heal and turn into wisdom. Lesson learned through hardship becomes guiding light for your future. Remember to be patient with yourself. Growth take time. Setback is a natural part of the process. Mm. Yes. Four, don't compare. The only person you should try to be is the person you were yesterday. Mm. Five, stay calm. 
It's okay not to have everything figured out. Six, it's on you. You're the only one in charge of your happiness. Don't let other dis- dictate your life. Do what you're passionate about and give it your all. How you feel about that? Well, I'm not even going to sit here and cap like I remember one through six. Uh-huh. But <laughs> you said a lot. Um, One that stood out to me is uh, I think it was something to the effect of don't worry about what other people are saying. Um, You just got to live like, like me and you was talking the other day. And I said, now is the time for anybody I don't care if you're a believer, if you're not a believer. Yeah. If you don't believe in a higher power, that's cool. I'm not judging you on that. You need to have some form of spiritual connection. Right. Right now. Right now. That, that's the important thing that mm. everybody needs to work on. Yes. Like some form of a spiritual connection, whether it's a higher power or you feel like it's the God within yourself, mm. whatever it is. Because the spiritual right now, that that's what's important. Everybody's so caught up in the physical. Yeah. The physical is going away. It's, it's about the, yeah. It, this, this shit going away. So it's like, in, if before it goes away, prophecy will be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. The Bible talks about it. Pains of distress. Yes. It says it's going to be like the pains of a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. So when you think about pains of distress, like that's not something that's pleasant. Yeah. So everybody go have these pains they're dealing with and these situations they're dealing with. And you hear people saying all the time, nah, you ask them, man, how life treat you? Life, life. Life, life. Yeah. That is a quote that you hear from 90% of the people that you ask that question. It ain't going to stop life. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that spiritual connection. You so caught up in the life portion of it, you're not focusing on the spiritual portion of it, man. That shit will eat you alive. And I'm glad you actually went into that because I want to talk about the book of Daniel. Okay. Um, <laughs> and this, 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 this has always stood out with me, and I mm. want you to interpret it for me, uh, the way you see it, and then I want you to interpret it, interpret it for me as it is right now. Mm. The king had a dream, remember? Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He dreamed of a glorious statue man. Mm -hmm. Head made of pure gold, chest of silver, belly of bronze. Feet of clay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Feet of clay and iron. Mm -hmm. How does that interpret that for me? So basically when you look at the feet, clay and iron, Mm -hmm. think of the huge contrast between both of those. Right. Clay is something that becomes brittle. It can really just uh, crumble. Right. Something that's iron, you ain't really fucking with that shit. Mm. Heat can hit it. You ain't go. You ain't gonna see nobody just walk up and bend it. It's bit, built on a strong foundation. Right. So what I took from that, and just in my knowledge of the Bible, is like, you know, your feet. That's your platform. Mm-hmm. That's what you're standing on. So you might have a foot over here that's clay, and you might have one over here that's iron. Mm -hmm. So when you're fighting between these two, what do you go rest your most weight on? Are you resting your weight on the things that have a symbolic meaning of iron, Mm -hmm. which, again, it goes back to what I was talking about with spirituality? Or are you resting your things on uh, the clay foot, Things just go pass away. Financial gain. Uh, celebrity. Fame. Fortune. All of that shit. All of that shit go be a thing of the past. It's not going to mean anything. Right. But what you got here and you got here, that's that still that you can be on. That's going to mean something. And when you look at that, uh, when he asked Daniel to interpret that in the Bible, because he was having this dream over and over. Oh, and he he could. couldn't figure out what the fuck going on. Yeah. And Nebuchadnezzar was that dude. So it's like, I'm bringing all these advisors in, and can't none of them tell me what this dream means. Daniel hit him with it just like that. Like, hey, this is what this means. 
You're going to have kingdoms that come out of this. You're going to have people who are doing these type things. All of this is really symbolic of what we got going on today. And that's why I wanted to I wanted to ask you, too, to interpret it in day's time. Because I know, like, in the Bible, mm. it was saying the Babylonian uh, Empire was the the goal head. Mm. As of right now, as countries and states and all that, where does it lie right now in the 20th century? So the Bible talked about <clears throat> Babylon the Great. The, and, and it labeled it the world empire yeah. of false religion. That's just what it is, the church. And if you think about it, the church is such a big thing right now. And if you if you looking at, like you said, this day and age, the country is so torn. If anybody's been paying attention to the news, and you might not, so people don't watch the news. I don't do social media, but I'm tuned into that news. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know a lot of the media lies. So um, what I do is I found news outlets that I can kind of, you know, um, kind of take to the bank. Yeah. And the reason being, and it ain't no advertising news outlet. These are outlets you got to go to and read. Mm-hmm. The reason I like to look at printed pages because if they make a mistake, they got to come back and correct it. Yeah. You'll see at the bottom, it tell you who wrote the article. And if there's corrections made, it tell you that they had to make a correction. The media will say some bullshit. They'll know some bullshit. They'll never come back and clean it up. But when you look at Babylon the Great right now, uh-huh. and you see how torn the country is because of this Hamas and this uh, Israeli thing that's going on. And the uh, Palestinians. It, the, it's crazy. And people like, well, what side should I be on? Like, I don't like the way they did the Jews, but I don't like the way the Palestinian people were done. And when you look at this, this whole thing could potentially set off a World War Three. And I believe it is. Right. And again, it circles back around the Bible prophecy. Babylon the Great, World Empire, False Religion. Religion, in its purest form, uh-huh. is supposed to unite people. Religion, in the form it is today, it divides. But, again, if you know the Bible, Jesus said that. Like, I'm coming with a word. Let's go turn brother against brother. Mother against uh, daughter. Father against son. What he was meaning is he coming with truth. Yeah. People don't like to hear truth. So it's going to turn them against each other. So when I look at that Babylon the Great thing and I look at this Hamas and this this Israel thing, like everybody fried Kyrie Irving when he shared that 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 book. Yeah. Um everybody fried him for that. And now these same people who were claiming, you know, protection of the Jews, um and Hamas is a Muslim group. Yeah. You ain't heard Barack Obama come out and say nothing about this. Nope. You ain't heard none of these people who claim, oh, I'm Muslim. I'm on my dean. They not coming out saying nothing about Nobody's this because they don't want to fuck up their money. Because of the Jewish community runs the United States. Absolutely. But how can you say that you're a follower, you're a believer, and you don't want to fuck up your money, but you following Jesus. And when people turn it into a thing of, I want to get money, what Jesus do? He went in there and turned them down tables over and say, I'll get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. So, you got to be in tune, man. This shit going to take another turn. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, um, this is, the Bible was a prediction and it's supposed to, show the forecoming time but i want to take a little side step and i want to know your opinion on this they said somebody was speaking and they said the bible wasn't a prediction a bible was the blueprint of things that they were going to do and they doing it in order that they're going to do it in meaning what do you want to call it the high society the rich people the people who run it so, what's your intake on that? 
So you're saying people said that the Bible wasn't a prediction. It, it was, was more of a blueprint of step by step that they were going to make it happen. So, I mean, I guess in a sense it, it, it can say that it was a prediction, but it was already written out of how what they were going to do. So they're making it happen as it go. Um, the blueprint standpoint, I look at it as if, if you, and again, it's just like, all right, let's say somebody, um, don't know how people, somebody who's been building houses for years, uh-huh. they might not even have to look at a blueprint to put a house together. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody who just coming in, this is my first house. You need a fucking blueprint. blueprint yeah. So I feel like if people have a level of spirituality, um, they might not need as much of the blueprint as the Bible is. Yeah. Now, if you new to this, yeah, you let the Bible be your blueprint, your guide. But as far as saying that it's not foretelling the future, that's what the Bible is full of prophecies. And, and they said it's basically are, like a, a movie script. It was written. For them to play out the parts, so is that the same thing? Nah, I don't. No. I don't think so. Like that, it's a movie script written for them to play out the parts. I feel like the Bible. Uh, again, I respect it for what it is. Um, I'm not someone who looks at the Bible like the end all be all. Um, and the reason by that, it was written by men. Yeah. And it could say that and and people have framed it up. I was part of a religion that framed it up like that. Well, they wrote it under the thoughts of God. I could write anything and say, God inspired me to write this. It don't mean that it's right. Yeah. Especially, let's say, if I write it and say, God inspired me to write this under his inspiration. But after I put the pen down, I'm talking shit about my brother. I'm talking shit about somebody else. God ain't in me because if he was, I wouldn't even have that type of behavior. So how did I receive divine inspiration to write this word that I'm going to tell you how to live your life based on? And I don't even live it myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm very, I believe in the Bible, but I don't look at that as the end all be all in decisions I'm making. Mm -hmm. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like I can I look at it maybe sometimes as a GPS. Like I kind of know how to get where I'm going, but sometimes when I get close to the destination, I might need to plug it in because I might make the wrong, wrong turn. turn. That's how I look at the Bible. Boy, <laughs> yeah. I never viewed it as that way. Yeah, I look at it like mm-hmm. that. And um, this too, you were talking about pride and how you said pride was in the Bible, and it says when it comes to pride. Then comes disgrace, but humility comes with wisdom. Yeah. So, with pride, do you think that we are in a situation because it's prideful men that's causing this? Well, human, let me, let me human that's causing what we're in now as a, a whole, collectively as a whole. Pride, like with money, pride with um, being dominant, pride with wanting more money as even as just as a is a, a country no nah, i don't think we in it because of that i think we in it because of racial pride to be honest with you and it's like what oh you mean by that? what you mean by that um i'm proud to be i'm you hear i'm black and i'm proud mm-hmm. black is a color it's not a race it's not a race that's a color right so you you proud to say okay I'm a color? What does that stand for? Mm-hmm. Like and again, you know, people will fry me and and put up little shit and call me an Uncle Tom and all that kind of shit. I don't give a fuck. They just don't have any knowledge of really what's going on. But I'll say this: we the type race that say that type shit. I'm black and I'm proud. We don't see white folk going around saying, oh, I'm white and I'm proud. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have a person who will come on the other end and say, oh, well, they show up by their actions. Okay, well, we show up by our actions. That we feel like, oh, just because our skin color, we have a right 
to be this way or we have a right to say this because of our skin color um racial pride is at an all-time high and it, it needs to go away like it's set here to, for us to divide and for us to be against one another. For sure. And that don't make sense to me. For sure. Yeah. It, it does. It, it's, that's what the rich man did to the poor people. Yeah. They gave a standard for this person to be able to control. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to hate anybody, man, because somebody else told me I should. Mm-hmm. I just ain't going to do that. And I had asked you this question, too. I asked you, why did she turn into a pillar of salt? But I couldn't think of the woman's name. Lot's wife. Lot's Why did she turn into a pillar of salt? Because she was looking back at the form of things. Like, God made a way for them to escape. Um, in, in my, I need to brush up a little bit on my biblical skills. It's been a minute. But I, I want to say they was leaving Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah was a fucked up ass city. Mm-hmm. Like... We want to talk about pedophilia, just anything that you could think of they was doing in Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. So God knew that Lot had a good heart, and he knew that he's been petitioning me, like, hey, save us out of here. And he get out of there, give him away. He said, hey, when you leave, don't look back. They look straight. She looked back. Turned into a pillar of salt, and I'm a, I want to I want to tell you my interpretation of it, and, and let me know if if it's kind of correct. So I interpreted when she was looking back, she was looking back at the past. Mm. She was looking back of what she was trying to hold on to, mm. and we know in order to grow, you have to move forward. But go. she was so stuck in the past and stuck in resentment of I had this life and now it's this that she couldn't grow past. Mentally, mm. grow past an age that she needed to grow past. So mm. now she's stuck in this child state mind, as I say, adult kid mind. Mm. And she wasn't able to grow. Because you know in relationships, you have to grow. Mm. You can't hold on to the past. You got to move forward. Everything you do, you learn from it and grow from it. Mm. Is that a correct interpretation of that? Yeah, I think you're spot on. Um, and, and I think just looking at that, like, why would I... Make a way for you to leave this situation. But you want to look back. To me, that lets me know you're not ready for it. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm telling you everything that you ever wanted is here, I just need you to look here. The shit you wanted to leave, I'm providing a way. But you just got to take one quick glance back. You know what I'm saying? And look, and it's like, this probably graphic and talking about it with the Bible. Um, probably not the best, but hey, sometimes you gotta dumb shit down so these motherfuckers can understand. Let's say it's a relationship you leaving and uh-huh. you notice some this is a bullshit ass relationship and you'll hear somebody say, Oh, we just fuck one more time. You was out this dumbass relationship. And now she pregnant. Everything you 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 prayed for, you asked to be removed from. The door was open for you to go out. You fuck one more time. Now you got a baby on the way and you're tied together for life. Mm-hmm. That that's what I see when I see Lot's wife. You are out. It's like, oh shit. What about my house? What about my homegirl who lived over there? Yeah, I know she wasn't shit, but she was still somebody I fuck with. God said, no, you're not deserving of what I'm doing. Your family and your, your your husband and your kids can go. You're done. You're done. Yeah. And that's just, I was, you you took it a different route. I was looking at it as like, you know how uh, people make it out the hood. They say make it out the ghetto. Boy. And then the people in the, in, in the ghetto or the hood, like, oh, that nigga ain't nothing. He left and then turned back. Wasn't that the goal? Step. But that's always the goal, you know. But you'll get people who didn't come up in the hood. They want to go in the hood. <laughs> you looking at one of them. I wasn't raised in no hood. What didn't you? know what the hood was. I was a, a, a good kid. like. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to go in the hood. You wanted to see what it was. 
Yeah. And so is that the same thing as her looking back to the pillar of salt? Nah, because she was already there. She knew what it was. You just wanted to yeah, dabble. She got out. Shit. Like, she had the path. <laughs> yeah, a land flowing with milk and honey. That's what, that's where they was headed. And also, I feel like, too, that can be interpreted with relationship-wise as, as well. Mm. Like, your man leading the way, but you can't get an understanding of or see the vision that he has set for you. And that goes... That goes with us too. <laughs> the vision, and then you're like, "Well, no, it needs to be done this way." Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, this is what we have to do to get to where we need to be. You need to understand this is where we're going, right? And that's what a lot of uh, situations. And I hate now is uh, masculine and feminine. Woman needs to submit. I hate things like that. But when you have somebody that you trust and love, that you know that you're gonna lead. Mm-hmm. Then you follow. That's what it is. Mm. So that can kind of correlate with that as well. Mm. But, okay, you're going to be left behind if you don't see my vision and we're not moving <laughs> as a unit. <laughs> we're not using that as music. Yeah. <laughs> so me, you talk about um, a lot of expectations in relationships. We have discussions. Sometimes it be heated. A lot of times that, you know, we we we. we have these conversations to get to an understanding Mm -hmm. so we can know and do you think that's something that should be had in every relationship like if you go into a relationship and like hey i'm going to take this girl serious do you need to have that conversation or should that conversation be set before you even get to that point the expectations and what you expect and how you want things to go well the first thing you have to understand is what are what do y'all see this situation where do you see this going because some people set expectations and other person thinking what the hell are you talking about my expectation is for us to go out to dinner tonight we might fuck if we have a great night and i'm not even worried about what going on after that so when you talk about expectations, some people get into that when they they not even at that point yet. But yeah, once y'all get to that point and, and you locked in with that person, even, I'm gonna hold you right there. Even if you know that's your intentions, shouldn't you shouldn't you have that conversation and say your expectations? Like this is what it is. We cooling, we fucking around, nothing serious. Shouldn't that be a conversation too? No. Absolutely. Expectations should be set when we're together. When we just go, there's no expectation. We going out. We're going out. So don't nah, expect hell, anything. Yeah, that's hell, a, that's the, that's the conversation you're no. supposed to have. You don't think. No. I think men should have that conversation with women. Nah, man. And why? women stop wanting it. Because you, you, now you're making it awkward. Let's say, awkward. Let's say, no, let's say, hold on. Let's it's say, not awkward. Let's say this. It ain't even I like you per se. And you know me when you you met me. I was just a person. I like female energy around me and female company. Mm-hmm. So I might go out with a, a female just because I like her company. I don't have no intentions with this woman. So you shouldn't set that expectation because it ain't. It's it, just, hey, what you doing? You want to grab a drink? Or they might hit me, you want to grab a drink. There's no expectations but here. But you know it's a lot of women that you have been around that want it more with you. So why wouldn't you go ahead and set that expectation? That's not my responsibility. <laughs> you need to set the expectation with yourself that you need to stop setting expectations. <laughs> like, there's no, no. If if I'm not even saying, like, if I ain't even approaching you, like, boy, like, you know, you, you cold or... You got a man. If I'm not talking any of this type shit, but I'm just saying, hey, man, what you doing right now? Like, I want to go get a drink. You want to go to the bar, look at the game. Something. I just like female energy around me. It but ain't that I'm trying to settle down with you, lock in with you. No. It's not even necessarily that. But, you know, if you go, okay, say, for instance, not even, okay, one time. Two times is a charm. Three times. Okay, now. In a woman's mind. Yeah, now if you going like, if I hit you up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, now you might like, okay, now this nigga hit me up three days in a row. But if I hit you up 
This Monday. Two weeks later, hey, what you doing? You want to grab an appetizer? I'm going to look at the game. You want to come with me? Yeah. Hey, I got to go to Columbia for this. You want to ride with me? Yeah, that's... That's that's setting false hopes for women. It's and not. Let me men tell you don't why. even see that. No, it's, it's really not. A woman is coming into it because she might be seeing something out of this. The man has not said any... Again, if I start and when a man... You know when a man should set expectations? When a woman start showing that she's looking for expectations... But Whether why would you even allow it to get that far when you could prevent it from the get go? Why did you allow it to get that far? Why did you why did you start catching feelings when there was nothing thrown your way? But do you want to go get an appetizer and look at the football? Well, game? what are you calling me for? Because now you're playing. You my homegirl. No, we no, you calling me three times in one month. No, you want something. Man, hey, hey men. Don't let these women put that pressure on you. It's no, not even I, about, I do. You're right. I do want something. I want you to accompany me to watch this football. And man. it's not even about women putting pressure on it. That's why I'm saying you should have conversations with women. Hey, we we home. You my home girl. We cool. Yo. We, I'm not trying to take it there with you. But when you give a woman your time, that's you're investing your time, which is the most precious thing. There's expectations that come with that. I agree with you. I agree with you on this point. Standpoint. If you calling me three times back to back and I'm making time to come see you, I agree with that. Or even if you calling me. No, 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 no. You know how many homegirls I've kept and put in the friend zone? Never crossed the line with them. Okay, wait, wait, we're going to pause it. You said kept and put in the friend zone. Yeah. Why would you have to put them in a friend zone? Because they, they have developed feelings for you that you didn't set boundaries. No, and not necessarily they de- developed feelings. I wanted to make sure they understood where this is. You, but you, So you said so, it. We're friends. So let me tell you some of the stuff I do. I might say, hey, you want to go with me to the bar to look at the game? Yeah, I want to go. We get to the bar. I'm like, oh, shit. My other homegirl hit me up. What y'all doing? What you doing? I'm at the bar. She about to pull up too. So now you understand. Oh, this nigga ain't out here with me like that. He just out here chilling. You know what Why I mean? Why do you automatically think that's that's something that you invited me on a date? Now you invite your homegirl. It's you're, not you're a date. You're introducing me to your friends. It's not a date. I told, and, and you know, you know the situation I'm talking about. I said I wanted <laughs> to go to a movie one time, right? And then what yeah. happened? That you invested your time in something. No, but that- hold on. How did I play the whole thing? I said, hey, I want to go to a movie. The person said, oh, I want to go. I've been wanting to go see that movie, too. Can I go? They hit me up. You still going to see that movie? What I say? Yeah, I'm going to see that movie. But I'm going to get my ticket. Make sure you bring money for your ticket. But then you every day that you're spending time with this person, <sighs> So that's so we. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I think it should be expectations that men set with women if they don't want to be on that level. That should be something that's like, hey, yeah. listen. Let me let me ask you this though. It ain't trying to derail your show, but I on a lighthearted note before we have to hit time, I want to get your your perspective on this. Um, <laughs> so somebody has sent it to me. About this whole Dwight Howard thing. Okay. So, uh, Dwight Howard has a dude accused him (laughs) of sexual assault, right? Mm -hmm. So, once he nailed his ass to the wall, uh, accusing him of sexual assault, Dwight Howard had to come out and say, nah, it was a consensual interaction. So then he put up another video saying what goes on in my bedroom uh, happens in my bedroom. So I was looking at an interview today. I had some time I'm looking at an interview that Charleston White did. And Charleston White was like, you're not going to show me nobody who worth all of these millions who you can say they ain't did no type shit like that. He was like, think about this. He said, think about them people who got all that money. They wanted to hop in that little ass tank 
and go, go. under mm-hmm. or the people who want to hop on with Elon and go to space. They got so much money. It's like, I'm tired of doing this normal shit. I'm tired of going to Florida. That don't excite me. I'm tired of taking the kids to I'm Disney. I'm tired of having sex with pussy. I, I want to. I want to do some crazy shit and fuck niggas in the ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's ever acceptable? Because I've seen some of the comments where women like, ah, oh, he just a freak. He just a that, and I start looking at that shit like, y'all really making excuses for this flaming ass motherfucker? Like he's just. A, do you ever think that a man could be so freaky that it's like, oh, he's he's just a freak. He want to turn up, like he want to do like this. He like to get done in the butt. No, that he that he's that. That's basically what it is. But it's like, oh, he had to go holler at a man now. Like he's he's just he done fucked so many women and he done done this. It just don't excite him no more. He's cool. He still fuck women. Cause that was his explanation. He said, I'm not gay. I just like to be a little nasty sometimes. He's not gay. He like to be a rapist. He like to be in control. And when he's fucking a nigga in the ass, it's five, eight and he's seven foot. And he's squeezing this man like, oh, I can't do a fragile woman like this. I can do a man like this. I can hold on to this man and squeeze him and fuck him in the ass. He's he's in control. He's got the strong little bitty person that's not fragile as a woman that's getting out. He fantasizes about raping people. Am I going too far with that? No, you're not, but... you're not really answering the question. I'm Do saying you think that if people have so much money that they they just not even money. If you think if you say a nigga, but because I me and you had a conversation <laughs> the other day, I told you about uh a chick had told me one time like yo, you know <laughs> my he he like for me to the the playing his ass a lot. What that mean? Mm-hmm. Amen. And we even had a conversation. You remember the conversation we had? Like, if your husband wanted you to use a dildo on him. Listen. If run, run women. So, I think it's more of, and I said this too. Like, he might have just been in the in the in the fact that, hey, I don't feel this kind of cootie cat. I don't feel this kind of cootie cat. Now I want to feel some butt on different kind of butts. So that's what he women got to do. butts. No, he wanted to feel. Nah, bro, ain't nowhere in hell <laughs> nobody go give me that there's an exception to the rule or that it's cool with Dwight Howard. And see, here's the thing. I been said Dwight Howard was up to some bullshit. I mean, how many kids this man got? I think he got like eight. But that be the ones who got a lot of kids who be doing other shit like that. And that, that's that's kind of the point Charles the White old. was making, like... These niggas got so much money. The money really allows them to be who they always wanted to be. But they've done or so do much shit. you think the money have exposed them to things they were never exposed to? Now they curious. Man, listen here, man. I don't give a fuck. I could have won at one point whatever billion Powerball. <laughs> I'm not finna roll up to no party and be like, hey, let me get one of him. <laughs> That shit ain't never finna fucking happen. <laughs> like that that money to me, that shit is crazy. Dwight Howard should but be ashamed know, of himself. A lot of people is it's <laughs> I'm not gonna get one of him. A lot of people are exposed to different things. So even with he's he's probably Got exposed. He probably even if, if it's the case that he might have got a took it, took an advantage of. It, now he like it. They do say the man G spot is in the anal. That, <laughs> and I'm not saying that's 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 acceptable because it's not with me. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but man, listen, man, and and my whole thing is why you lie about it, bro. You lied about you, it first, said it never happened because it excited him to be able to manhandle another man to take control that even goes to to the same with who who's the lady with the pillow salt where she would look back at yeah what was the name of the i forgot city? her name the, sodom and gomorrah they said sodom and gomorrah was based on all that bullshit they probably doing that yeah. Yeah. yeah and being able to be in control that's what it was he's in control of another nah, man he just gay 
He, I was just gonna call it what it is. Told my he said, like I'm not nasty. gay, I'm bisexual. Nah, he didn't say that. He just said he like to be nasty sometimes. But bro, you ain't that amount of freakiness in the world. Like when you and then but <laughs> Buddy said he invited him over there and, and bought a dude out named Kitty. <laughs> what is homeboy? When is homeboy? Like join the party, we have the three. And the reason why I thought it was it's more to it because you broke this man ribs. How the fuck did you it was something about being in control of another man. It has to be that. It has to be like I'm in control of another man. Dwight was out here damn aggressive as fuck. Come here, boy. <laughs> Let me get that. Mm-mm, get somebody uh, else. That shit. That motherfucker sick old dog. He need to be goddamn. They even go to what's that football player's name we was just looking at earlier today? He from North Carolina. He. Odell, hey, Odell Beckham, another one. Nah, I done, I done said that too. He's another one. He's another one. So, and I want to end it off this since you brought that up. Yeah. What sport do you do you think that doesn't have any homosexual people in it? What sport? Yeah. Zero. And I'm t- I'm telling you, man. Like, here's the thing. And I told this story a long time ago when um, me and Rain was doing the podcast together. <clears throat> I got a homeboy. Mm-hmm. Well, he not really a homeboy. He was a homeboy of a homeboy. But I know the nigga. Free, I know yeah. the nigga to the point where we at the beach, and he can call and tell me, "Hey, bro, pull up on me." Yeah. Nigga, fuck a lot of lot of women. Nigga told me to pull up on him. I get over there. You know how to look on the hotel door, the thing? Like you can pull it across where the door don't Open up. close. But you can, yeah, yeah you got so the, the, the latch the, on it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm calling his phone when I get there. He not answering. So he had told me the room and shit. I walk up to the room. I'm hearing like, I'm like, oh, this nigga ain't fucking. I'm like, okay, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. word. So I get close to the door. I ain't just open the door. Yo. Ain't say nothing. Like, yo. So I'm like, okay. I look in. Buddy hen, chick from the back. It's a chick with a strap on hitting him from the back. Oh my! Pull the door and left. He still don't know I saw that shit. Well, he know now. If he no, he he still don't know. But this nigga, women, women who like, oh yeah, he fuck a lot of women like that. And and some people be like, oh, he just a freak, bro. No, once you cross that line, I ain't no. It's like we talked about that loyalty at the beginning. Once you do certain shit, you gotta stay over there. <laughs> Ain't no coming back. When you do, when your when your anus as a man is <laughs> penetrated penetrated by another man or a woman who's acting as if she's a man, you got to stay over there. Ain't no I'm nasty. I'm a freak. Ain't none of that. I don't want to hear none of that shit, bro. No. You chosen your side, and it's okay. It's okay, right? But don't be trying to. Put a bow on it like oh, I'm just a freak I like to do that Bro nah You are now part of the LGBTQ plus IA community That's what you wanted right I'm bisexual <laughs> you and be you, free you within my put space Put the letters right? on you <laughs> You not one of us no more yeah. Even with that too I want to One more thing And I know mm. we, we might be running over just a little bit But Do you think It's necessary for Women to have a DNA test when they have a child. Hell no, nah, not if you. Uh, okay, let me ask. You, <laughs> wait a minute. I feel like I, I, I feel like it because a lot of women sneaky. They do a lot of shit. So if a man asks for a DNA test, do you think a woman should be offended? Should it be required once they have a child? I feel like this, man. If you got to ask this woman for a DNA test, you have no business having a kid with this woman or being with this woman. But so no, 
But now if it's just some shit, you ain't my woman, this shit. Yeah, man, so I need to Do test. you think it's something that should be required once it happened? What you mean? Like when you have a child, it's a DNA test that should be involved. No, again, no, not if you know this woman. No. I, feel, I don't need to be with you. I feel like they should have DNA tests for a lot of women that have kids that they that put babies on. But again, like you said, a lot of women. Mm-hmm. But if it's a woman that you locked in with, yeah, right. Well, th- this your woman. We locked in. What the fuck? I'm gonna ask you for a DNA. If I need a DNA test, <laughs> I have no business with you. Right. Yeah. But it's a lot of situations that men have been in relationships with women that they thought were loyal, that they thought was 100. And those women had a baby by another person. And that might happen. You know what I'm saying? And again, that's if that happened, we deal with that when it comes. So you don't want to know right then and there? If. If I have any inclination that I need to ask you for a DNA test. I feel like it's a law that should be required when you have a child. For a DNA test. I feel like it should. Yeah, I absolutely do. I feel like it should be something required. If you're going to have this man sign a birth certificate, there should be a DNA test. I ain't going to trip with what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? That That's a woman's perspective. Because but you, you have asking, a, you're asking me. I have seen so many different stories with women. That's been in faithful relationships. That's been with men. That's but them niggas had to have some inclination at that time. No, like, because it's a lot of women when men cheat that don't have any inclination shit, that they cheat. She go on a lot of girls trips. She go to the store a lot. <laughs> bro, you better open your motherfucking eyes. What is you talking about? If your woman even start that, doing a so, lot of certain so shit. Even sometimes you can have women and... I've heard stories, not not stories that I know the people, but, you know, just listening to different stories on different things that women don't even show anything. You might work. She might work. She might be fucking with a coworker at work and still doing the same thing at home. You never know. Shit. And it... You, That's you even right. with men. I, I mean, it's men, a, it's women a know that, that women women know that this is my kid because I'm mm-hmm. I'm pregnant with it. But she might not know who's it. It's like oh, these women a, who go on girls trips and fuck a nigga out of town, and then they come home mm-hmm. and fuck their nigga real fast because they don't let the nigga out of town raw dog them. Or and then if they turn up pregnant. They like, oh, it's your baby. See, I I get or, that. Or. You can be fucking a little side chick or hit a bitch once and she end up pregnant and it's yours. That's I don't have to give you a DNA test, but I can show you that tell your wife that you don't fuck me. And it's not even your child at the end of the day. So that's what I'm talking about. It's, it goes each way, you know what I'm saying? Man, my side nigga uh antennas be going way off. <laughs> like my shit, hell no, man. I'm I'm not listen. <laughs> You, like you, yeah, you know me. Like hell no. Like, I'm just, I'm just what speaking. What are you doing? In, Why I'm you speak- sitting in the car so low? <laughs> Get your motherfucking ass out the car. I'm speaking in general, like as a whole. Do you think that's something that we should? No, I do not. You don't? No. If, like I said, if you, if you locked in with a woman and she turned up pregnant, if you have to ask her for a DNA test, you have no business with this woman. That's how I look at it. Because up until that point, mm-hmm. I'm tuned in. So I'm going to know. But she been acting weird. She been acting this. The pussy don't feel the same. This and that. And niggas will know. But, now, niggas might ignore the signs, but they but don't you, know. You can, you, can, you, can, you can disclaim that and say that, though. But it's also women that nothing ever changed. Nothing. Oh, okay. You have no inclination that, you know. So that's what I'm asking. Like, do you? I feel like it's something that should be required because women do a lot of well, sneaky shit. Listen, I'm gonna say this in closing. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you're advocating strongly for this, and you're speaking for women. Don't play with me. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you already know with me. With me God damn it. Hey, you, you, you said women so oh they're so they I'm can get away speaking, with it. I'm just I'm talking about even with No, I get it. 
Don't do it. Because yeah, you already know. I ain't with that. It's certain people you play with. And, and certain, certain people, people you don't play with. You don't fucking play with. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't. I got a bad grade in kindergarten. Plays well with others. Like I didn't. I wasn't good at it. Don't play with me. Like, but no, I don't think no. you should get a DNA test if you got a good woman. Y'all locked in. I think that's mm-hmm. bullshit. So don't. That ain't nothing because I listen to a lot of Reddit posts, which you don't probably listen to. Where no, they, I read they, Reddit. They they come in and tell about their personal experience, and I done heard a lot of situations with women. Seeing that there was their child, and but I will say that's this. that's why I was asking. That's what this topic. I, I will came say for. this. Let me clear that up. That's uh, what this topic came. Okay, for. We all right. <laughs> I'm gonna say this in closing too. If you do that, if it, men, you need to hold a woman's feet to the fire. If she do that, and you find out, it don't matter how attached that shit is cut Snip. over with. Yeah. It's over with. Ain't no coming back from that. Right. Yeah, it, that, that's over with. I don't want to hear like, oh, well, you you the only daddy he know. What he need, he go know another one. <laughs> like that, that's over with. Like you, the no, kid ain't not, got nothing to do with that. The kid and, has everything and that's, to do with you that. You can avoid all of that if it's required at the birthing session. Now, so what's gonna change if 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 I take a DNA test at a birthing ses- session or any man? You won't have. It's no, still gonna be you're done. Yeah, but you won't have no attachments with that child. And that innocent child don't have to deal with somebody that they thinking they're their daddy because they mama or their daddy fucked up and don't you know? Shit, man. I know in the back of a punt, you don't convince me. <laughs> DNA test <laughs> for all kids. It don't matter how you feel it, man. Just get Just a goddamn get it. test. Man. Damn. And with that being said, thank you for tuning in to Real Fantasy Podcast. It's your girl, Victoria Rosa. For sure. And I got my man, my hey, baby. You better say that. Truth is. Mm-hmm. You already know truth is my truth. And we mm-hmm. out this bitch. Audi. Yeah. You could say a little, or you could say a lot. Dreams are what you ask for, real is what you got. Take a few shots with a queen on her life, a rose in the middle with love on her side. It's all. A vibe tonight It's all a vibe tonight Make sure you tune Real in Real Fantasy tonight. Podcast